3: A strictly unbiased view on Sheffield Wednesday, the world's greatest football club.
1: Hello, good evening and welcome to another episode of the Wednesday Week. My name is Dan Fudge and I've got Steve, Ben, Dave and Ash here. And uh, what we're going to try and do is keep you entertained for one fifth of the journey down to Plymouth. If you're listening to this while you're on your way down to Plymouth, uh, you know, that was the that was the Wednesday till I die podcast coming up next it's Don and James but in the meantime here we are with us don't forget to listen to something else and uh, that well that's America's talked out and uh, probably the punk chef one I there's 14 of them you know what I mean if I if you've listened to five podcasts on the way down to Plymouth now and you've not listened to ours you've got a real attitude problem mister but in the meantime welcome back it's uh it's Thursday night which apparently is the night we do these now. Uh, it used to be Tuesday, so you know, probably nobody gives a shit about what happened at the weekend. So, Ben, what happened at the weekend? No, no, uh, international <laughs> break. We, so, oh God, have we got what to talk about here, lad? So, uh, there's plenty to talk about. Upcoming, we've got Plymouth, as you guys well know, listening in the car. But let's uh, let's talk about some else. Let's uh, let's talk about other things that have happened in the world of Sheffield Wednesday. Now, I don't know if you're aware. Uh, we made, we signed all of the players uh, in the summer. We signed everybody, and uh, what I wanted to do, chaps, is sort of pick away at who are the ones that have uh, that have uh, that have stood out to you, who are the crowd favourites, and uh, is it a good idea to start the Denis run fan club now, or do we wait until later on? Um, Steve, I'll come to you first. Who's caught your right? eye? Um,
0: Peacock Farrell's done all right, hasn't he? Yeah, he's all right, isn't he?
1: Yeah, he's
0: not bad. Um
2: to, to be, be honest, saying, a bit shaky the Aldersfield, though, but from right uh, there he's been, yeah, been all right. Um,
0: <laughs> didn't, have a, didn't have a good start against Charlton either, but you know, we're, we're we're pulling at airs there, aren't we? I think to be honest with you, um I, I said at the back end of the summer when we were coming into to sort sort of getting to the start of the season, um, we've had a, a full squad overhaul, and at last count we've got I think pretty much 13 players that we've got over the line with Berrejino being the last one. Um, if you, by law of averages, take seven or eight of those and they they settle in and do all right, then I think that's a good bit of business. They're not all going to be uh, fantastic, well-beating superstar players, are they? But I think looking at um, the players that have played and had some serious minutes, to be perfectly honest with you, I've, I've got no arguments whatsoever and no concerns. I think they've all acquitted themselves really, really well. Um, some of them I was more excited about than others, um, when they first you know sort of started when, when we got them over the line um I wasn't overly excited about a left back from huddersfield that you know um, had been released and had been in in the grand scheme of things sort of an average player but I think Brown's acquitted himself really well um Adenaran, um has, has done really well as well obviously uh, I think the standout player is obviously a, a peacock Farrell lone player. But the ones that we've secured and got over the line, um, it seems to be to me, it seems to be um, Adeniran and, and possibly Gregory, to be honest with you.
1: Gregory was an interesting one. Came in with a goal-scoring pedigree, and just like everybody said about any goal scorer that comes Sheffield Wednesday, playing for Sheffield Wednesday will soon knock that out of him. You know what I mean? So, oh, was that you as well, Ash? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think on our on our WhatsApp, yeah, I, I think on our WhatsApp,
2: and I think Ben screenshotted it and saved it under Muppet. And I said that uh, he'll not get his 15 goals this year, this season, sorry. I think but, it'd be
4: a nice comparison to find out who's going to get that more on, because Ash has definitely gone against Gregory. And I think I described Silasau's showreel as, I can't remember, but it, it wasn't very positive. So <laughs> let's let's see who can make a bigger backside of the prediction, Muir Ash then. Oh, I
1: said I said that Lukaku wasn't the player that Chelsea was looking for, <laughs> and he's nowhere near the quality. So, uh, you know, we're very what good at this. What do we know? <laughs> what do we know? What do we know? But Ash, who's caught your all right, pal? Um, I, I,
2: it's it's easy, isn't it? Really, for for anyone that watches, a uh, Peacock Farrell has, has, has come in and and took the goalkeeping position. We, I think, I think everyone weren't happy with uh, Wildsmith or Dawson as the first choice, and I think everyone said we need to bring somebody in. And I think uh, Peacock Farrell has slotted straight. He has um, slotted straight in. Yeah, I, straight in. I, I was a bit cr- critical of him, and I'm still a bit thing the other week I said about his. Um, decision making on uh, when, he, like, if basically throwing out a bit quicker, you know, catches a ball from a corner and he, he stutters a couple of times, you know, to make a decision to go left or right or to kick it and things like that. But his first, what is it, five games he's played, he's gonna get, he's gonna get used to his teammates, he's gonna get used to how they play. Um, so that'll that'll come. So I'm not worried about that. Um, Jaden Brown, yeah, uh, signed him as a left back. And I think Darren Moore said that he's not going to play him as a left back with the with the formation that we're looking at playing. Um I think he'll be more on the left wing back. Um and
0: he, he was the one for me. Sorry, Ash, he was the one for me that, you know, we've we've signed this player. And you you look at Adena and he's Somebody paid four million for it. Was it Everton paid four million for, for Fulham uh, from Fulham for him? Fulham, yeah. Um. You know, we've had players that have been up and around. We've had players that we've been linked with previously. We've had players that have done it at that level. And then I think quite quietly, and I'm not saying he's been the best player, but 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 for me, a guy who struggled to play many games for Huddersfield, who were a bang average side last year been released and then we've picked him up I think he's the one that's really flown under the radar for me because I think you know for everybody else that we've signed with we, we, there's something that you can look at and say he's a good player or he'll do bits for us you know there's an argument for every one of them whether it be a lone player who's going to play in defence from Everton whether it be um, a midfielder who's played in the league last year at, uh, for, for Portsmouth whether it be wing who, you know, has torn it up and rather than think he's going to be the best player in the league. Whoever it may be, we've, we've signed players that are decent or have got a decent reputation. I think of everybody that we've signed, Brown would be the one that you kind of go, that's a tidy bit of business for him to go and sit on the bench. And I, yeah. I think the time that he's played at the moment, is he's, he's shown me something that I, I just think he's going to give Darren Moore some headaches because we've signed the the lad from Wolves. We've, we've got uh, Siloso. We've got players that are capable of playing either side of a striker. Um, It looks like on that left-hand side, that's where uh, Moore's going to deploy him. I don't think we've seen anybody better when he's at it this season so far that, you know, has gone out and done a job.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. I think, um, and it's weird how you said that he gets forgotten about because, um, you know, he plays left back. And, uh, and this is a phrase that you can't say in Brighton, but uh, bear in mind most of the people that listen to this are from Yorkshire, and it's still a phrase up there, left-back is where you played the spazzy kid. You know, you know like... you know, <laughs> oh, get, oh, gonna...
4: oh! Whoa, whoa,
1: whoa! That's what I played. Ash, we...
2: <laughs> now, don't get me wrong, it was Football Sunday <laughs> League, so obviously we're all hungover, but that was left-back, man. I actually as to
0: left back Ash. To be
1: fair, hey, <laughs> I, I don't don't let him fool you. Ash is, Ash is right under the left footed, and can smash a mean free kick. Don't you? Don't you? Don't you let him talk bollocks? But listen, <laughs> like you know what I mean. So, but I think you're right. I think there's an element of that to it, and you kind of fit because he's not. It's not a glamorous position, I guess, is what I'm saying. And it's and it's not as um, you know, if you're missing header as a centre back or you're not putting the graft in a midfield or miss the shots as a striker, you don't really get noticed here. And and if somebody's and it's a lot like what you say about Liam Palmer, you know, like because he's not smashing them down the line or he's not on the overlap like Gary Neville and he's just rocking out a solid 7, 7.5 every game, then what's yeah. the problem? Do you, do, you know, do you know what I mean? Uh, what about you, Benjo? Any uh, Anybody stick out for you? Any any unsung heroes? And you're not allowed to mention Bailey Peacock-Farrell.
3: <laughs> and it's <good> <laughs> Osh. Osh. Um, No, I, I'd agree with what's already been said with... Uh, Again, just to reiterate, Ash, we needed somebody to come in in goal that was going to be the number one, and he's done that. Um, I've got some of the players down here, because it's hard to remember them all. We've got Shadipo that's not even kicked a ball, pretty much that so we keep forgetting about. Canberry, we've not mentioned yet, he's he's looked Eight. solid so far. Probably not a big bit goal scorer, but hopefully with you and Gregory, we don't necessarily... Need to rely on him for goals. Um, Byers has come in and looked tighter. He's looked look good alongside Wing and Bannon and Adena and whoever's playing in the middle. Jack Hunt, you know, that's another signing, one that we don't usually mention because it do not yeah. feel like he's a new signing, but he's been fairly, fairly steady. And again, another one that's championship quality that we've somehow been able to to bring back for League One. So I don't think there's anyone, the only one that... I've been, I know we say about Corby you probably not as good as what we, we imagine so far, but he's played two games. Well, one game and 15 minutes. So I, I do think that's good, so, something that is going to improve. Cause like I said last week, I think with him, it's just been sloppiness and a bit of you know rustiness that's that's let him down. I think
2: against, sorry, Ben, I think against New, Newcastle under 23s, uh, he had some, some glimpses of, what I think they've got for him for him for he did get to the byline a couple of times and and and, and attack that that byline so I think uh, uh, yeah you're right he's he's not had many minutes he's not he's not had many games or anything it's hard to do He's probably one that you could uh, you you just give a six don't you mid take because he hasn't done anything right or wrong it's a
3: it's a, the, the, he's, he's the only a one few. that. Yeah, the only one I feel not let down by, because he's not, not played badly, but <laughs> probably the one that, that hasn't shone as much as, as some of the others is Marvin Johnson. Um, yeah, yeah, I agree with that. me, I, I, I feel there, there looks like there's something there. A brilliant goal against Newcastle. He had a decent game against Newcastle. It was just the games before that. Uh, probably particularly more not uh, You feel like he can? there's that little bit more in him that hasn't come out yet. Uh,
1: but I, I felt that with Izzy Brown last season and and bear, bear with me on this. When we signed him, I thought this is a great signing uh-oh. in the championship. This is going to be mint. And I always saw a glimpse of him and the way he wanted to move the ball. And then as soon as, and we've discussed this to the nth degree, as soon as Bannon lost confidence in him, you, you're done. You know what I mean? He made he made uh, Jacob Butterfield. He made David Jones look average because he, he lost his confidence in him. And, that, and there's an element of that. But with with Marvin Johnson, who literally sounds like a basketball player, I had to double check he was a footballer when we signed him. You know what I mean? I, I think with with Johnson, I think there is a uh, there's definitely something there. But you, you're right, there it, it's got that Izzy Brown effect. You know what I mean? Where you just kind of go, I wonder if he's going to end up like shit. <laughs> do you know
3: what I mean? Like, I wonder if he's, yeah, he's another one that I do think will get better. He's just been a bit. Underwhelming is what I'd say. Yeah, honest. but let's not forget, like, you know, the,
1: the only good game is he's, he's played, he, you know, that's like me and Ash playing the Stocks Pridge Park Steel under tens. Do you know what I mean? It's just it's just grown men kicking the crap out of kids. And then he and then he played Gash at let's be honest, Morecambe. Do you know what I mean? Like uh, we need to it's it's different levels and and, and are we are we suffering some kind of acceptance because the club's been in so much turmoil? Are we, are we, have we got some kind
4: of acceptance where we go, do you know what? We're gash and he'll do You know what I mean? I think he just comes in the same sort of level. If you look at the signings that we've made, there are people that have came in who are young on, on the way up or have expected the careers to kick on and they haven't done. But Johnson's in there with Hunt and with Gregory there, seasoned professionals who have done have played a lot of games at championship level. Um, and, and above um, in some cases and it can't just all be 20 year old lads it's great if you buy a load of 20 year old lads and they're all they'll kick on but you've got you've got to supplement some of the more senior players that we've lost in the summer so to get people like those even if they haven't kicked on yet you don't know the positive effect they're having elsewhere you know in the background or whatever
3: the, but, the only one we haven't seen yet is always grapees and so maybe <laughs> yeah see how he's- he's- He's the one I'm genuinely most
1: excited about. I think he's got the makings of a really exciting player and we've not seen him. And I'm and I'm, and I'm absolutely chomping at the bit to see him, you know, kick a ball for Sheffield Wednesday. It'd be it'd be smashing. What about uh, what about you, Dave? Anybody stood out for you?
4: Uh, I don't know if I've been left with very much, but uh, I'm taking a slightly different take on it. But I think the best business that we've done in the summer and the most exciting thing is re signing Alexa, Windass, I offer and banning on new contracts. Mm-hmm. To have that continuity there, uh, some highs for some of the players, some lows for them. Um, I offer looking great at times, they're having a bad injury. I think to have those players um, becoming part of the nucleus of the team and with all the new people that have been coming in, I think that's probably been some of the soundest business we can do because it's win-win. They're, they perform for us. they build. They become part of the foundations of us, hopefully going to become something much better than we've been. It's great. And it's a win, and if that doesn't happen, uh, then these players have got the opportunity to move on for more money theoretically than what we would have got before because they've got longer contracts. They, they all seem happy enough uh, from what's coming out of the club. Uh, you could probably throw Hutchinson into that, that sort of same. Yeah, uh, I was going to bring up
1: Hutchinson's just extended his contract with us. Was was that today or yesterday?
2: No, it was a few weeks. Few weeks ago, awesome. but he's had it. He was did. The, he was on. Um,
0: He's done a presser today. With, yeah,
2: press um, duties, start.
0: right now. Um, He was on press duties. I think he's, I've not seen the interview, so forgive me, but I, th- I think the headline is that he, he reckons this is the best it's been at the club, which for, for a lad who was in that, if you want to call it the golden era, the you know, the mid-2010s, t- um, to be around the players that we had there and having Carlos in and you know going through what we got through to get to Wembley, for him to say that... The, the atmosphere and the feeling, all right, you take it all with a pinch of salt because we're, we're riding the crest of a wave, but um, he doesn't He doesn't seem to be a kind of person that would suffer fools gladly or, or, or speak bullshit. Um, for him to come out and say that he's feeling that the morale at the club at the moment is as good as it's been, then I, I think that's absolutely fantastic news. Um, the one thing I'd just tag on the back of um, what Dave has just said quite controversially, I'm, I'm quite pleased to see he said, putting his heart out on. Quite pleased to see that um, they've opened negotiations with Patterson today.
1: Yes, Uh, that's what I've got it mixed up with. Yes, big CP. Was anybody else surprised by this? Because I I don't know why, but for me, Callum Patterson came across as a stopgap to see if he could bludgeon a few goals to keep us up. Um,
0: I'm I'm just looking at Ash.
1: (laughs) Ash, well, you know, Callum Patterson, you know, looks like a bloke from the pub. Uh, It looks like one of the Sharks from Shark Tale. Um, you know, it, <laughs> apparently he's a Scottish international. I'll get I'll get some infa- inside knowledge on that. We'll find out what, what what's going off with that. But I mean, outside the right back
0: in the team that Ash was playing left back in <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: second worst spaz. Like you know what I mean. Like, but yeah, I mean, come on, Ash. Like it, it, it's a good signing, isn't it? League One, Callum Patterson big CP, Scottish international.
2: Um, for League One, yes, but we're not going to be in League One next season. So that's where I'm coming at. I got it. Got is that a hint of positivity? I, that, I, yeah. I, I, I got there from, no, from that's, Ashley. That's, that's, where, that's where I'm coming at. I'm looking a bit more further. F- f- so I don't think he's anywhere near championship uh, <coughs> quality, as we saw last year. Um, I don't think he I
1: had, think he I had... think you're forgetting about the Thunder, thunder Scorcher he scored against Bournemouth. He was our top scorer last year. I, know I don't know where we, we are. League
4: League One.
2: <laughs> it, was still, it was still a top scorer it, it, a I, don't, um, I, I don't I don't I don't I don't get it I really don't
4: I'm always wrong I'm always wrong it does not make financial sense though to say to just even to just extend his contract and things like that to yeah. the point of uh, making him more a saleable asset
2: yeah yeah, that, you, that is that is some forward thinking that Sheffield Wednesday have not done for a fair few years
0: if we sure. go, on, if, if you you think of it, we've we've gone up, and I think over the last couple of podcasts we've talked about the the contract lengths, and, um, and I have a very strong opinion on what contracts in football actually mean because I don't think they're worth the paper that they're written on. To be perfectly honest with you, um, however, if we go up this year and we're going to need to go up, um, you yeah. think the turnover a squad that we're going to have? There's there's going to be a good six, seven, eight players that. We're probably sort of heralding at the moment and revering, saying what a player he is, what a player that, you know, that lad is. Let's be right. Gregory could score 15 goals in League One, depending on how he plays or Cambiri or whoever it is. We'll turn out next summer, if we've, if we've won the league at a canter or we've got promoted or we've scraped him via the playoffs, there'll be a Gregory that will say he's not good enough for the Championship. There'll be a, a midfielder that will go, or, you know, a denaran he'd he done all right at League One are we going to turn around and say Barry vannon's too old are we going to say that I offer he did a job at, at, at centre-half in League One Hutchinson oh, yeah. home, his knees have gone we're, we're, we're not going to have Peacock Farrell longer than July next year are we let's be, let's be realistic um, what, what,
3: what's what of going up
0: in that let's all pack it <laughs> <laughs> it's all the, pro- the, the point is it's all a process isn't it and I, I, I think to, to go back to the original point I think um, you know, I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Patterson. I know he gets he gets heaps, he gets hammered because he he looks like a pub footballer at times. He plays like a pub footballer. I, I've said it time and again. I don't think we played enough consistently enough to that guy's strength. So I think when we're expecting to play one up top and he's the one, it's the people around him that make him look a worse player than he actually is. Yeah. Um, I think he'll he'll chuck himself about. He'll he'll put his head in where it hurts. We've seen that this season already. Um, as Ben has pointed out, he's he, he was our top scorer last year. Um, he 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 scored goals that other people simply didn't. And I'm looking at you, Jordan Rhodes. And he was in positions that Jordan Rhodes would have been in. And I'm having that Jordan Rhodes would have missed. He's
4: well, taking a penalty,
1: won't he? He's taking a penalty against Huddersfield. the blow. Hmm? The, uh, Callum, Callum Patterson for me is is a hammer in The tool. every toolbox needs a hammer. You know what is I mean? A Swiss uh, army
3: knife. Eh? Swiss army knife, if anything. Yeah, and that's the point
2: though, isn't it? I'd rather have one good screwdriver than a Swiss Army knife that does jack shit all the time. You put it in and it like bends in stuff. So you might as well just get a proper so, uh, saying, You might as well get a proper winger. It's like a, proper it's like a striker. Poundland
1: screwdriver set. Is it is that what it is? Like you know, you buy it and it rounds off all your <laughs>
2: screws. No, 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 Is you know the middle aisle in Alde that have the yeah, specials? Yeah. <laughs> Is a striker from there. He's a striker from the middle. The, the, you the walk, red, it. so you go. Of you're, yeah, you're doing your Aldi shop, and you go. Oh, well, there's some salad. Yes, I do have salad. There's some chicken. This stuff. Oh, there's a uh, there's a, uh, a table saw there. I fancy one of them. Yeah. You're going for, you're
4: you going for You go. You go. You go for your your conflicts, don't you? Come out yeah. with your canoe and some small figure. So we that's went. It. In, we went. We in went to for a strike Come out with your. <laughs> that, that's
3: that's your uh, podcast title. That mid, uh, yeah, middle mid, mid, middle of little. <laughs> I um.
1: But, like, with Callum Patterson, I think Steve picked on a good point there. Like, bear in mind, we all knew that Adam Reach, two years ago, stopped being the player that we thought he could have been or or he was at some point, you know what I mean? And there was no service getting into, getting into him in the middle. And you need a big, and I use this term a lot, you need a big shit kicker who's just a telegraph pole, stood on the edge of the D to smash balls at him and he plays other strikers in, that type of stuff. You know what I mean? And we were... We were bereft of that last year. The ball just wasn't going in. And then, and then Windass is a completely different attacking player. He wants to go in and he wants to attack the ball. And again, not great for a player like Callum Patterson. However, and I've said this about Attie Newhyu a, a lot as well. Imagine you're coming up and you're chasing, you're chasing Wing, you're chasing uh, Adenaran, you, you know what I mean? You're chasing Windass. You're, like, you're knackered, you're knackered, you're knackered. And then at 70 minutes, we bring on this lad You know what I mean? And then we've got a corner, come on, and he'll just go, bang, smash. Do you know what I mean? Because you're knackered and and you don't know how it sits. And and Steve, you know, you you and I have played centre-back for a number of years at a really shite level. How many times do you go, Fudge go up front or Steve go up front, and you know your job is literally to stand there and just get the ball kicked at you and nod it at a kid quicker than you? You know what how, I mean?
2: How many times have you had a centre back party that starts with Dez and ends in Walker? <laughs> no, Stevie has.
1: Yeah, Steve, Steve wins. <laughs> I, I, I tell you what, when I played that Red versus Blues, I thought, God, I wonder what I'm playing next to. It's going to be impressive, this. And uh, it was the same, the first time I did it, it was the same weekend as Ramadan. And I got put next to this massive, overweight Muslim chap who, who couldn't drink any water, bless him. He was absolutely sweating it out. <laughs> like, and you know, I thought, that's not Des Walker. <laughs> it was a good lad, though. Don't get me wrong. A solid fella. But and, and Christ, that, that day was up. You know what I mean? Um, but anyway, Callum Patterson, for me, I think does a job. Personally speaking, I'm with you, Ash. I think it's far too early to start talking about contract extensions if, if we're mid-table by Christmas. Do, do you know what I mean? We are at the right end of the league, and it's great to get these signed off. But I feel that there may be an element of signing up to drive his, um, drive right. his price up and make sure we get something... On the back of it, because you're right, we're not very good at that, are we? We just like letting players run their contract down. Um, excuse me, a bit of windy pops, which gives me an opportunity to say this show is brought to you by Michael Constantine Wealth Management, and that's where all the lads are sounding really sexy right now. Um, right then, chaps, let's move on. Now, Ash, you've written the rundown for this uh, for this one, and I uh, I took a phone call when you were telling me about it, so I uh, didn't listen to you. You said, behind the scenes, what, what, what are we doing with with that one? Um, just the
2: the fans' perspective, because obviously we, we're doing this. We're not talking really about the previous week, because international and things like that. So you've got to got to put some other perspective on it, and we can't always have cock jokes and have a laugh. So <laughs> lads, 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 and all that. So we, um, so no, I just want to talk about behind the scenes. So the the uh, your perspective of how things are being run. Obviously, everything looking rosy on the pitch. So it was more of a like uh, what you'd noticed at going to the games, home and away, and things like that, and just the general what Sheffield Wednesday have improved or, or uh, seem to have improved um, going on. So that's basically it. It we was just okay. talking about talking about
1: that. Okay, In- I'll, I'll I'll go. I'll go. I'm gonna go. It's one What's word name? and three letters. It's Dooley C O O. I think that uh, the job that that man's done since he's come in has reconnected the fans with the club and I mean, there's now a better feel-good factor around it and it was uh, your mate North Yorkshire Owls came on at the end of last season and said, it'll be a good thing for us to get relegated and you know what? He was bang on. I, I think he's right. We've got, we had an absolute ship out of Deadwood. We're actually signing players which is mental because we're always under a transfer embargo. We've now got the back of our stuff that that, that Dooley's doing and, um, and, and and I and i for I for one I feel a lot more connected. I feel like, I feel like you know I, I don't feel like it's uh, it's Chancery just as a dictator now. I feel like he's rang somebody up and gone, give me hand with this. You know what I mean? And and then we've we've done it. We've managed we've managed to do it. I think the the six games in ten thing that we'll probably talk about in a bit. I think that's brilliant. Um, what about you, Steve? Sorry, I cut you off there.
0: No, you, you, you cut me off to say exactly what I was going to say, to be honest with you, mate. Um, I think from, from a, a behind-the-scenes point of view, everything seems to be being steered in that direction of, um, you know, we've we, we finally got somebody who's got the ear of, of the chairman, whether that be...
1: It's Ash. Because, he's in a WhatsApp group with him.
0: <laughs> whether that be because, you know, chan no. he's, he's he's dropping bollocks left, right and centre... Or um, that Dooley is that person that's going to say, "Look, you need to know that this is what the issue is." But um, I think the on the on on the pitch, the 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 business that's been done in terms of the transfers uh, that have been made has been absolutely a one. I think we, you know, it would have been very easy for us to to try and sign players that are either not well that are not the right fit for what we need. I think the the players that we've brought in at the moment are low stakes to be honest with you, and I do think they're they're, they're profitable. You know, we can, we can talk about Patterson, we can talk about Iortha, we can talk about Windass, we can talk about some of the, the more established players that we had last year. We've secured those players now that if, if we don't go up, if we don't go up, we can turn a profit. Because the reality is, I think I said this last week or the week before, those players that we're lording at the minute won't be with us next year if we don't go up. That, Imagine that. that, that
1: happen Can you imagine um, Sheffield Wednesday you, turning a profit when the accounts get released. Can you imagine? Do, and do you think do you think that is
2: where like uh, if it's if it's Liam if he's if he's got that such such influence behind the scenes is going, going to transfer it.
1: <laughs> yeah we've been calling him Mr. Dooley or just
4: Dooley it,
1: my,
0: mate <laughs> my mate Liam. My mate Liam oh friend, get, out, get out man get out he's not
4: no. so much so much of what we've done though that's good is it's 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 not we're not putting it right in the face we're doing good things that you can just look at it, that awesome. face value look good and you can look at it and go you can see how there's been a turn within the club you know it's not like we're it's hard to put your finger on it because every single one of the things we've talked about all those positive signings we've talked about the reason why we're doing things a long term planning what stevie's mentioned there about um you know plan a being going up with these players but there's a plan b everything seems to be done with the, so much more thought it's not just Instinct, immediate reactions. Uh, it is just everything's just a little bit more deliberate. Everything's a little bit more considered, and because it started so positively, you can only realistically hope and think and expect that it's going to keep going that way. We're going to keep making decisions that seem to be focused on the long-term survival of the club, long-term uh, connection and engagement with the the fans, and these sort of things, it's like confidence breeds confidence. You start putting it together things that the fans like and react positively to that are good for the club that will then put back positivity into the club by bigger attendances and what have you. Then, you know, you can then start to see that that's that's really the way we should have been doing things right from the start. It's not great that it's taken a relegation to get things turned to the way that it is now. But if that was what needed to be done and to get somebody in whose job is bespoke spoke to look after how the club operates. Then, long term, hopefully, two, three, five, ten years from now, we can say this was that season. This was the defining season where we actually turned around and got it right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: What about you, Ben? Do you feel it? I think one can't work without the other. The on stuff can't off the off, the on the pitch stuff can't work without the off the pitch stuff, and vice versa. I think. It, the, the off the pitch stuff could have been as, as good as any club over the summer, and it but if we'd not got it right on the pitch, the feeling wouldn't have changed, it, it only got got worse. So, I, that the off the pitch stuff obviously can only be seen as a positive if we're winning games, oh, yeah. um, but. You look back to 2015, 16, 16, 17, when everything on the pitch was great and we thought it was all brilliant, but we had no foundations to, even if we'd have gone up, what what foundations had we got to, to push on from there? Can you imagine if we'd have gone up, you know full
1: well, we'd have, got, we'd have been mooted as one of the teams for the ESL? Uh, and I know it sounds mental. You know what I mean? We, we'd have been one of them teams. So if we'd have been in the, established in the Premier League, we'd have been... drugs, Right, listen to me. <laughs> I've got an entire speech on it, and you've just given me quite the segue into that. So um, the, the teams that, are, that were mooted for the European Super League were very much the, um, the teams that had these big foreign owners that literally do not, and they don't understand that cloth cap going to match with my dad and it's our club and it's our community and it's in the heart of this and all the rest of it. They they don't understand that. They, they don't get it. And frankly, they don't give a shit about it either. Yeah, so that's more like it, yeah. we've got this We've got this, for lack of a better term, we've got this foreign chairman come in who comes from a different culture in a different country who, again, does not understand the way that a football club is embedded into the community, into the hearts and minds of the people around it and the supporters. And, and we all believe as fans that we all own a piece of it. When in actual fact, we don't really. We're we're, we're people buying tickets to a show, essentially. But um, over the years, there has been this responsibility and it comes from Europe. You know, Europe is a very, um, a great model on, on how to ingratiate yourself with the communities because like Ben said about about the back of house and the front of house, one can't operate without the other. You need to be embedded in the community to get people um, get people interested. You know, nobody gives a shit about Milton Keynes because they've only been there five minutes and that's that and they're not in the community. Do you know what I mean? So with with Liam being involved in the club and, and reminding Chan how how culture is over here and and how we get in, all of a sudden there's been there's been a change in there's been what you'd call a cultural shift. And I think Ben brings in an exciting point up here by saying, um, if we'd have gotten the Premier League, I feel that we would be one of those franchise clubs. One of those ones where we are just an absolute cash cow for somebody who's just making money on the the TV deals and sat around and would be mid-table every season, just sign one marquee player every year, might get into the Europa League or Europa 2 now, as it's called, the Diet Europa League. Who wanted that? You know what I mean? (laughs) And and that's what we'd have been. But because we didn't get there, what we are now reaping is the shit show that comes with going for it and failing without parachute payments. And that that's a whole new other speech that I will save for another international break. I, I
0: agreed. Absolutely bang on. Um, I heard a story, and I think between us, we've all got a friend who's got a friend who works with somebody at the club or, you know, uh, we know somebody. And I'll always go back to a point that... Um, when Chan Siri came in he wanted to be up for the 150 he wanted to he wanted promotion yeah
2: yeah, yeah he said that yeah
0: 2017 didn't he yeah he uh, said that so if you go back to it it's almost like we chucked bad money after worse mm-hmm. because if we uh, if we we, we went we, we were a year ahead weren't we we were we were a year in front of where we needed to be um mm-hmm. 2017 was the year that we should have got up and we fucked we, it
1: against Huddersfield
0: exactly but we but we fucked it against Huddersfield because we got to Wembley in 2016 and you know History will tell us that 2017, 2016, 17 was a better season. But for anybody that went, we know that we got there because the league was worse, and you know that last game of the season, and, and Leeds fell apart, and you know, and all, all that, all the, all the stuff that happened to, to, to create the circumstances around that feeling going into the playoffs because we, we finished where we finished compared to where we, we'd, we'd ended up the year before, um, was, was just so much sort of. It was almost like a false prophecy, and I just think that if if Chansiri had managed to get to a point where we'd he'd got what he needed in place over another year or so, I don't think we'd have been as as, as poorly off as we are. And I think he continued to to get to that point where he started to panic a little bit, and you know we signed roads and we started chucking money at it, and I heard stories of the infrastructure not being right, and then we cut corners in places that we didn't need to cut cor- corners, and before you know, it, we're, we're sticking plasters over you know open fractures, if if you like, and it was just a it was just a nightmare, and I would, said
2: a, I would have said a decapitation, Stevie.
0: No. <laughs> 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 it's not a million miles away, is it? But I, I, I just think we're at a point now where, um, as, as things lie at the minute, nobody wanted to go down last year. But we wouldn't be where we are now. We wouldn't have the positivity around the club if we'd have stayed up. Um, Do they might have come in, but I don't think it'd have been given the license and the reign and the opportunity to go and make the differences that he's made. Um, and obviously, some of us might know what you know how much influence he's got over. Um, what series saying and doing and what series actually sort of gone right and mm-hmm. acquiescing and saying, right, we, we are where we are now. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, if if we're at that point where if we do go up this year, it will all be part of a process that means that in five years' time, and I do believe this, in five years' time, we'll be looking back and going, right, we're a club that we're either in the Premiership or we're, we're one of those established and I don't want to be the established yo-yo club. We're, we're going to be a team that's pushing to be in and around because our infrastructure's right. We'll be that Brentford that eventually will, will, will have it so right that, you know, we'll get up. And once we're up, I think that's it. It's it's we're, Once we get to the Premiership, I absolutely believe that we'll be a team that doesn't come back down. I think we'll be a team that will stay there. We're, we're, we'll regroup, we'll reassess, not because of what's going on on the pitch, but I think... Dare I say it, without being a cliche, we are that bigger club that will be able to say, right, we're doing it. We're doing it in the right way. Leeds have done it. Leeds are doing it in the right way. Um, they're, they're, they've just got that fan base that will sort of get behind. There'll be that groundswell of approach that means that we'll, we'll, we'll do things right and we'll, we'll, we'll re-establish ourselves. We've just got to get through that, that door.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, Ash, on your list, it says new ticket package.
2: It's a good Ooh. package, isn't it? Uh, it's oh mate, for me, it's a massive, great package.
1: I was uh, <laughs> I was looking it up, and I was looking at the uh, at the amount of money that it costs. I mean, you know, Ash, you're known for being a bit thrifty. Uh, of course, so, I'm Yorkshireman. Sorry, se- sensible with money. Yeah. And um, and on the cop, what is it? One hundred and thirty-eight quid for a for a fully grown ass man. Uh, yep. For the kid, it's less than ten quid a game. So what is it? Uh, you, there's ten I, games. You pick six.
2: Yeah, they've, they've selected 10 games. Uh, you, you you pay your money, you take your chance and you pick your games. Basically, uh, I think personally, I'm a, obviously I'm a season ticket holder, but personally, I think it's a cracking shout. I mean, I don't know who's come up with it. Um, somebody's just gone into one of them uh, meetings and gone, I know what's a great idea. Let's offer this. And it's great for people who work, live further away, who, who's... who's can't make it every week, I've got work commitments, anything like that, that they can go, oh, actually, uh, yeah, I can make that one. I can make that one.
4: It's been really smart. I think it's been really thought of in terms of, again, tying in with all this positivity. I think there's a number of people who might have been thinking about getting a season ticket uh, or or normally would get one. And the way things went last season, perhaps went, do you know something, solve this. I'm not doing it. I'm not wasting my money and Mm. what have you. And then, over the period of a month or six weeks in the summer, when we started to bring in players, started to build a squad, and then obviously we've come into the season, we started doing well. I think with that newfound positivity, there's obviously been some form of meeting at an executive level where they've said, right, we need to put something out there to kind of, it's too late to advertise season tickets now. We're so far into the season. What would be something good that we can get some money in before Christmas and get people? You know committing to the club between now and boxing day yeah, and on seats. Exactly that. And and but the picture at such a level and it's it's done so well and it's not at the right price or it appears to be done at the right price point. It's there's, there's a market for it. Um be it like Asher said, like shift workers or people who are traveling a distance or people that haven't invested. And it might just be enough that people do buy these packages there might be something similar into the new year. And, you know, once you've got somebody that's done that twice, then chances are that same person will go, do something, I'll just get my season book again for next season. So I think it's, again, another piece of really smart thinking, picking up on a positivity that's clearly been felt within the the fan base with a view to getting even more money down the line 6-12, 24 months from now.
2: it, it It may seem like, it's not a simple thing, but it may seem that they've, they've done something and what I see on social media, but it is a whole into it usually, but it's been 99% welcomed. I don't, obviously you always get people, but I think. It's normally you. De- I know. Yeah. But yeah, <laughs> uh, as a general rule, I think it's come across as a great idea. And someone's took, um, like I say, just someone's come up with the idea and, and they've put it out there and, and they've pitched it right. They've, Done it at the right time because you've got like it's not like no disrespect to some of the teams but it's not six games of the bottom six teams do you know uh, yeah. ten, sorry it, it's Sunderland it's Ipswich do you, so it's it's teams
1: mm-hmm.
2: no it's not, uh, no, it's it's not, not Ipswich it's, it's, I sorry. tell you
1: what actually I was gonna ask you about uh, this Ben actually so we've got Sunderland in there Shrewsbury not so much oh, massive but Sunderland no, oh, versus yeah. us um, you've got Acrington Stanley, you've got Wickham, you've got Burton, which Burton, uh, yeah. some of these used to be Championship and dare I say Premier League fixtures a good few years ago. Obviously the, before you were born, Ben, but you know what I mean. These aren't shit
3: games, are they? No, I think it, as we say, it's a it's a really good idea. I, I don't know if we talked last season or it might have been someone else I was talking to that had said, "Oh, your other yeah. mates." <laughs> so on. Um, the, 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 <laughs> <laughs> I think it was on the other we spoke about the like different periods the football clubs, like financially what periods are difficult and I, I remember as mentioned if it was I was mentioned in sort of between September and Christmas where people have there'd been the big rush of people buying kits people buying mm-hmm. kits. yeah you've got your match day stuff but in terms of like large sums of money coming into the club it, between September and Christmas. Like start of December is quite a difficult time. So yeah, they'll they, probably they, do this again January, February after Christmas. Exactly. We, so Surprise uh, yeah. As we've said, it's yeah have... bringing yeah a sorry fair, fair bit of bit of money in that we wouldn't have got otherwise because it's going to attract people that otherwise would have maybe gone to two of these games. Absolutely. So there you go. go.
1: On,
2: Ash. No, I'm just saying they've done similar things in the past, on not they? Half season ticket or. Three, I think they were were a package of three games. You couldn't choose them, but you had to. Mm-hmm. You had to have them three games. But I think the the choice is is I think it's brilliant. I think it, I do really like it. Um, and like we've said, it's it's going to open it up to new supporters, which every every club needs, don't they? Every season, they need the new supporters coming through through, uh, falling in love with the club, and
0: yeah, I, 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 I I'm not. And forgive me, Stan. Correct me if I'm wrong. I think that the the games that they've selected is Am I right in thinking that it's every home game between now and Christmas is there, there are ten games?
3: It will be pretty much, yeah, nearly, yeah.
0: To play. And I, so to that end, and I know we 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 waxing lyrical about the teams that we're playing. That's not down to the club. That's down to the AFL that have you know drawn the clubs that we're going to end up playing. It mm-hmm. just happens that you know for whatever reason we've launched this when we've launched it, and we are going to be playing symbol and. Yeah. Bob- Who's not,
1: who's not Who's not going to buy that and not go to the Sunderland game? Do you, do you know what I mean? Well, absolutely. And, you know, we. You,
0: you see the things that are on social media where we're talking about the away support that we have and we're going to sell out every, every away game. But at the same time, everybody's patting themselves on the back that we've got this massive um, home support. Sunderland are getting similar numbers, if not bigger. Mm. Yeah, they are, they are. I think for me personally... I, I, I really hope we can find a way. And I don't think they finalised when the date is going to be yet, but it looks like it's going to be a midweek game. But, you know, if we can get twenty-five 000 to 30,000 people into Hillsborough when we play Sunderland and make it an absolute, you know, cauldron of an atmosphere where they're... Like, you know... like
1: it was against the Arsenal game in the Cup.
0: Absolutely. So you, you, you want it to be something like that, so that when those lads that are at League One that have been there but never quite been there or never been there before walk out, they're walking into an atmosphere that hostile might not necessarily be the right word.
1: Listen, it's, it's Hillsborough. It's always bloody hostile. You know what I mean? And
0: that, that's thats effectively the, the, the stereotypical 12th man, isn't it?
3: Yes, but, absolutely. But look at it this way with the, the six out of 10 games. And this goes back a bit to what I say about the, the off the pitch stuff can't work unless the on the pitch stuff's working. That if we say, if we do like, if we're unbeaten in the six games that you go and watch, or even better if we, we win them although or win the majority, then you're probably going to buy another couple yeah. and p- probably go to the other four anyway. <laughs> if we do yeah. it well, like, that's probably going to be what happens. So yeah. it's, it's a clever thing to do. I,
0: just, sorry, Dan, just oh, like, eyes the last, last bit to go back to the point that we started talking about. Um, we're talking about the things that are going well behind the scenes. Um, I'm not necessarily because, yeah, I've got a season ticket now, that uh, I'm, I'm sort of doing more uh, on, on or less on a Saturday than I have been previously. So I'm afforded the opportunity to get to the games um, that I haven't previously been able to do. However, I know that there's ill feeling around the hospitality. I know that that's oh. right, and we've still got to sort that out. Um, I think I bumped to watch and we you know I, if
1: I we went stay to stay strong my hospitality brothers
2: when Stevie says hospitality it doesn't mean the boxers we don't it <laughs> means like the, <laughs> yeah it means getting chips, beer at the chips time. and
0: calling and crap like that <laughs> not. for a pint and making sure that you know when, when you get there uh, the, 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 there's still got to be that, that little bit that's done because the model it's isn't wise. right they, you know uh, in the concourse at half time, you know, you, you shouldn't be queuing for 15, 20 minutes. Um, it took me 10 minutes to find Ash at Newcastle. That, that, that was a pain in the arse. Just Ash him
1: walking up and down them bloody stairs. <laughs> oh, it's, it's been again, isn't it? I've done it again. I? Yeah, you've done I've it, done it, now. it I've just I've just got the one <laughs> gag about Newcastle. That's it. It just um, mentions them away stairs. I,
0: I, I, I bumped into Vic at the, at the Huddersfield game and, you know, we missed the 10 minutes of the second half because we were waiting for a beer. Um, it's those, th- those little things now that we've start- got to start getting right, because at the end of the day, that's going to increase the, you know, the, 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 the positivity around the club. That's going to increase your, um, your experience as a consumer, if that's what you want, to, if that's where you want to go with it. And ultimately, if we, if we can shift more pints more quickly at half time, we're going to get more money over the, you know, in, into the tills or, you know, and that's going to be better for the club as well.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and that's on South as well, Stevie. I'm guessing that you're south. And cops are even worse.
2: Car, it is. Oh, God, cops it are is trouble. awful. No, uh, I know, I know, I know, they, I know obviously a bit. like right, they're having trouble getting staff, and
3: there's that's a couple it. of a couple of like. It, to be fair, they have advertised. Yeah, yeah. yeah they are. They People are doing... have found other less shit jobs <laughs> to do. It's
1: Sheffield, for fuck's sake. When all of a sudden did everybody start having jobs? Arthur Scargill will be absolutely oh. raging right about now. There's there's an H's gig for you there, kids. Come back next week. Right, listen. It's the bit I've been looking forward to all night. Part of the agenda is coming tonight. Steve suggested it this evening. Now, around Bailey Peacock Farrell's Heroics uh, from the penalty spot for, for, for Northern Ireland and for Sheffield Wednesday. He's now faced four penalties, his last four penalties, and saved them all. And then the one before hit the post. So, uh, obviously, now we're all now in love with uh, with BPF. I can't think about that. Um, so, Steve floated the question early on. I hope you lads have all done your own work on it, because there's only one name that sticks out for me, and I hope you guys are going to suggest another one. Um, what, how did you put it? Lone Loves. Yeah, you know, you always get you always get warned by your mum not to uh, not to fall in love with the right with the wrong girl. They're, all, they're
4: holiday romances, aren't they? That's what they are. They are holiday <laughs> romances. <laughs>
1: which which player has caught your eye and you've gone? Please don't go back to your house. You have to come and stay here with us. And I want to know who it is. Ben, I'll come to you first. Tell me. Tell me.
3: Uh, ben Marshall. I thought. I oh, what? Yeah, I, 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 do
1: you know what? I thought you'd have Ben Marshall. Yeah. That's why I came to you first because you know, given your age and all the rest of it, it's now nearly like it's like ten years ago we had Ben Marshall yeah. playing for us, and yeah. um, and, and now we're playing for the for, window. What's he playing? Stonebridge League Two. Stoneclough is it Stoneclough? Stoneclough FC, uh, is it? In, in I don't think it's Ismian League. I think it's just it's like literally a
3: Sunday it's, League outfit that he plays for. No, it's um, Northwest County, isn't it? I think I don't give a fuck. No. <laughs> <laughs> that
1: that you, have you have you got the Stone Club FC shirt, Ben? Is that what it was? Were, were you were you actually <laughs> gutted be when he went? Be up there next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
3: Were you actually gutted when he went?
2: Yeah, we're eleven years old, and uh oh, was he your first uh, crush?
3: Still, mm-hmm. still, still, remember his first touch
1: just like to uh, just like to distance ourselves from Ben's comments here uh, they, do, <laughs> they do not represent the views of the Wednesday week and all Michael concert time we're uh, right <laughs> go, on, go, on. go on
3: Ben go go on, on Ben no
1: go on, go tell, on. Us, tell us tell us about his first touch was <laughs> it was it soft and gingerly
3: I don't know I don't know really if <laughs> played it but it was d- a massive diag across pitch into towards Tango's corner and he just brought it down his chest like that and just dragged it back inside and all cop just <laughs> went <laughs> Like that. That's uh,
1: that was a dangerous sentence full of innuendo that I did really <laughs> well. Not to blur name of your sex tape out halfway through what you're saying. All right, so Ben Marshall, that's a solid shout. Given given your age and and the, the football you've watched, Ben, eleven year old, it, it cuts deep, doesn't it? What about you, Smash? Um I'm gonna go. Do you know what I'm gonna go? I'm
2: gonna go with Connor Wickham's first loan.
3: Yes, that's up there, right?
2: I thought, I thought I can't believe we got him alone. To be honest, young lad, um, not getting the football, um, and I, I don't. I just, I just thought he brought something. He was a big lad, into he was special. He was, he was, yeah, he was, yeah. But I think he had a bit of uh, a, a youngster. He had a bit of. Um, Star quality around him, didn't they? Big things was was talked about him, and we got him on loan, and and I think he scored, scored a couple of yeah. So I I want
1: to go in because it was hard between him and Hector, to be honest. Right, but, Michael Hector, you see, I the, but, I thought there was only one name on this list. Michael Hector's a great one, and that yeah. one's a great one as well. Connor Wickham, but it has I'm, to be his first loan because yeah, because the second yeah, one was, yeah. was shite in that god mm. awful kit.
4: Um, Dave, come on now. No, come back to me. I'm going to run through all the crap we've got because I think I'm going to say the same name as you, Fudge. I've wrote it down on a piece of paper in case it isn't Steve,
1: I'm go- I, 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 I should write it down, shouldn't I, which one Steve's going to pick. But go on, Steve. I reckon it's the one that I've been thinking of. Go on. Um,
0: Honourable mention to Hector, uh, because we're, obviously we're a little bit more recent, the one that will always stick out for me, uh, it was Kenwin Jones. Of
1: course it bloody is! Where have you two been?
0: Answered on an
3: envelope.
1: <laughs> I was genuinely... I thought I thought you'd all just go, Kenwin Jones. Kevin Jones. No, it, not, it, not having it. it not <laughs> having it. That, that not be having before, that.
3: Before my first game, that. Yeah, Ken, yeah, Kenwin
0: Jones was Ben Marshall before Ben Marshall or Ben Marshall. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, I can remember... I can remember walking around, uh, it were a Curry's or a Dixon's or something. I... I we, we played away, and was it the sixth game out of six that he'd scored? And we 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 were away. Um Just he, he came in, and he was absolutely he was on another level to the rest of the, mm-hmm. the team. And he was he was the first one. I think that's why it was. It's quite nostalgic. He was the one that you know.
4: Do you know? I also out. liked about him, Stevie. There seemed to be zero expectation of him because nobody mm-hmm. really seemed to know anything about him yeah. apart from Sturrock. It was when it brought him in, it was just that sort well, of yeah. well, who's this big, this is by a Trinidad international, but hadn't done anything. It wasn't like Wickham, where there was an expectation. And then he just turned up and played yeah. up front and looked like the old Ronaldo. OG oh, Ronaldo. It's the, the thing, isn't it? Because,
0: you know, with, with some of the others that you'd look at, whether it be uh, a Murphy who's coming from a Premiership club at New from Newcastle, whether it be, as you've just said, um, somebody like a Hector or a Wickham that, you know, a player that's come down and has, has, has been there and done it and is getting getting minutes for the right or for, for whatever reasons. With, with Jones, it just seemed to be a almost like a, a, a piece of coal that you turn into a diamond, if you like, where, you know, zero expectations. Nobody knew anything about him. Uh, he's come in. We've not got him in from overseas like a Lopez or somebody like that. We've literally found some bloke who, all right, he's come, a, come across from the Caribbean but he was playing for an English club or a British club. Uh, We've we got him on loan and he's come in and he's turned heads totally under the radar. Um, and he, he he did it for such a short period of time. There, gone, off we go. Um, it was just a little bit of magic.
1: It, uh, do you know what? I'm, I think this, this segment's just going to bum me out. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> the, the, I mean the, you not... each get to listen to the
4: players that I've got. Under the I know.
1: Who was the one that played for us? He scored against Reading. And then he didn't sign for us, his... <sighs> Royce and Drenzler? No, not, not Royce and <laughs> John, I He scored a wonderful goal away at Reading. I remember watching it. I was there. Benicofobi. And... Benicofobi. I thought, hmm. he's going to be a right signing. And then he kind of fizzled out a bit. And then we didn't really keep him, did we? Uh, right. There's, With there's, line, a, bef-
3: there's one more from that it before day, we set Dave going. That we've not had. <laughs> uh, Ross Barkley. Ross Barkley, yeah. Mm. He was... Um... No, I don't. I don't I, I, but Ross Barkley
1: was one of them. He didn't really... Uh, I didn't fall in love with him, but I was dead happy for him when he got in the England squad for the World Cup and all the rest of it. I'm chuffed for him, um, but again, I wasn't. It? I don't think he was there long enough to make an impact. I remember his debut. Uh, I went down and watch it, and it was uh, him and Jay Bothroyd's debut down at, down at Brighton, uh, ironically, and uh, and he, you could see then he, he the way he could spread a ball, and you could see then that Jay Bothroyd was going to be an absolute waste of bloody money, time and space. Um, right, Dave. Before you go into your list, I'm gonna I'm gonna moot one. And it's uh, and it's Danny Bart. I did did, did we Luke. get him a couple of times, and then was yeah, it also yeah. Luke Vardy as well? Luke did Varney. We, Luke Barney, Barney. And... yeah, Luke yeah. Varney. I, he he always seemed to score goals. I I, I always thought he, he was always going to produce much. But Danny Bart, for me, I was gutted to see because I I don't know if you remember because he looks like he's been ill, but there is a um, before he went to Stoke and When he was playing for us in League One, the guy got in some shape. If, if you look back at the size of the arms on Danny Bart and the way and that he would absolutely just muscle people out the way, and and um, he never then, jumped, I never, I
3: never saw him jump to win an adder, he just didn't need to just swell <laughs> himself out, you know, yeah. he
1: just get one of them and then smashed it back. But I, I, I was gutted when we didn't manage to keep hold of him, right? Dave, go well, on.
2: So, what are you saying for every, for every um. For every H- Hector and um, Ross Barkley, Kenwin Jones, Dave, we have. You are going to feel, you are
4: going to feel this. You are going to feel categories emerging between the good, the bad, and they never got a chance. But when I wrote this list out, and this is just a chance era, and I've not gone to this season Ooh. yet because uh, I'm not going to this season because I be don't know that much. Right. So what I'll start from the most recent. We'll work backwards because half of these names, you will not remember. So from last season, according to Wikipedia, our loan signings in were Izzy Brown, Marriott, and Flint. Marriott. Oh. oh! Do you also think, Stevie? My reaction was the same. I have already blanked out the fact he ever came anywhere near a club yeah. that he ever wore Shepherd Wednesday number nine shirt. Yeah. Um. So I, I was. I was.
2: Uh, I was. I was not impressed with Flint. I thought he had a turning circle of a tanker, but fair play to the geezer. He had a stormer, didn't he, when he went back.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah.
0: Absolutely like oh, Scoring sorry. the championship Or something like that At the moment Yeah,
4: yeah. He's the, the, exactly the guy's up. always been what, it's, You know what you're getting with him You absolutely yeah. know What you're yeah. getting with him And we thought we knew What we were getting with him But we still didn't manage To turn that Keep going um, Dave Keep
1: pissing us keep off yeah, Going
4: on. back to the season before We've got Jacob Murphy David Bates Alessio oh. De Cruz Wickham oh. Again And Ooh. Josh Windass Technically was alone Signing for a start Yep so again, the uh, cruise awful. The yeah. cruise is just the only thing he could do he was just, take a corner. He, yeah. he did take a good corner, and that's yeah. about it. Um, that seems to be very sort of niche to do. Bates. Bates.
2: I saw him in uh, against Rodham in the cup. I think him and uh, oh, who was it? Centre back pairing. Um, I Can't
3: remember. Oh, the he just uh, yeah, he's just
2: signed for Yeah, and he had he had
0: a, he had a well, not he bad. Not bad game. They were on the he t- was on TV, wasn't he? Played against Rotherham in the cup. Yeah,
1: League Cup. But... I uh, I've got a story it about it, So, yeah. so we'd gone up to um to Scotland to Hampden Park. Uh, Scotland played two home games in the um in the Euro qualifiers, and one was against Russia and one was against Belgium. They got beat both games. And uh, David, David Bates had got uh, got selected, you know what I mean, for that squad. Because for some reason, <laughs> I don't know how, he still not kicked a ball for us. And uh, and the way that um, the, the people are, you know, well-connected with, 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 well, some the manager's So I'm now back, they've got like these little VIP rooms at the back where they literally serve haggis and Iron Brew. Like, I'm not even joking, they literally serve it. And... Um, and I got absolutely rat-assed on vodka, iron brew in this room, smashing these uh, Scotch pies down, and uh, and I'm getting egged on now. They're going, oh, that's David, Bates. face fucked Wendy, and uh, and John's going, well, go on then, good say hello, good introduce yourself. And it's so it's so intimate this little room. It's like literally like the players and their immediate family, and I'm and I'm in there with no reason to be in there whatsoever. And um, so I've walked over. I've gone, all right, Dave. My name is Dan. I'm from Wednesday week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you didn't. Went, oh, you didn't. I went, I, uh, I, I rake good me. Uh, shows, come on, can I have a shirt? <laughs> and he just went, nice to meet you, and fucked off. <laughs> <laughs> I was what? absolutely gashed. I, I was gattered. And then Steve Flack comes in. I went, oh, Steve, you know, in my head, I've gone, Steve, thank you very much for your hospitality. This is really nice, really generous, really appreciate your time. What I said was, I held up my drink and I went, "I drink this now," and then fucked off.
2: So uh, you do, Dan. Dan, you've been in this game f- far longer than any of us. You, you, you're only a moron if you go, "I'm Dan from the Wednesday Week," or "I'm <laughs>
1: like I thought he knew." Like he's going <laughs> to go, oh. That Dan Fudge, I'm going to yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Yeah, if, me, yeah If it had been Cameron Dawson, he'd just slagged you off. Yes, well,
2: <laughs> Dan Fudge, I know exactly who you are.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. So David Bates uh, is aware yeah. of Dan Fudge's presence in the uh, in
4: Sweet. this world. Keep pissing us off, Dave. Go on. Right, going back another season. Josh Onuma, Michael Hector, um, Aarons and Lazar. And I think a lot of people are quite excited about Lazar. But another hey. one that had about. One good
2: he, half. He uh, yeah. yeah, he got injured. Broke. But yeah, he, what the, he the game played? and a half? I think mm. he played something. I think he played really well. I, I was mm, quite. No, I think
4: he looked good. I think I just think I, didn't, I thought Aaron's looked okay, not a yeah. world beater, but you yeah. know, I, I okay. thought that might be worth a bit more. I would have uh, said that
2: that four that group of four there. I mean, a, on a margin, ones. really. I think that's a, a quite a quite a solid forward for me. That I was one of the
4: best things, right season before. Uh, Vanin, uh, and Jacob Butterfields. That was a particular strong season at one. Um did, well, I... did all right but I think he was always kind of just it was a strange one I don't know why any club would send out their captain on loan that always makes me a bit suspicious you know when he was like by yeah. anyway, we got we got him the year before this is probably the worst one yet um Buckley, McManaman and Rhodes oh. that was the 1670s oh my
2: god Woof. I
3: always uh, remember uh, Will Buckley mm-hmm. Did he dislocate his shoulder or something? And he were, he were coming off, and then Carlos made him stay on. And he was running around like that for a good, like, 25 minutes. I can't remember
4: it again it we against like, I can't
0: remember that.
3: Yeah, you
4: know, I was 2-1 up. And did he direct... not get mulled when he got like he won a penalty? I got the did... penalty, but he got absolutely wiped out that for might, it. Yeah,
2: that's it. Yeah, we didn't have no subs left, did we? Yeah,
4: he took his shirt off, he threw, he threw
3: his shirt into the cop because he was like, I'm done. I can't. No, you've
4: got to get back on. So he's running on like that. But, but that's a good example. That was the season we were talking about earlier on. That was the season we were supposed to get promoted. And when you're supplementing the team that you've got with that level of loan signing, that's the reason. Probably part of the reason why we never pushed on. Um, Year before, so this is the 15-16 season, so this is the first big spending season. We had Sasso, Lopez, Turner, Poodle, Gary Upa, uh, Bennett, the left-back, and Aidan McGeady. So that was just throwing lots and lots of money. We can imagine a that, that is a solid bunch of
1: signings that.
4: With the the money of race it's respect. a mini the the money that we would have put on people like Turner and McGeady on that. I mean, mm. yeah, okay, we, we'd Lopez would have probably been a good one to keep on. I think he, we, we definitely missed him the following season. Hooper obviously went on to good things with us and Teddy Pudil, but the money we were spent on those loan signings must have just oh, it was frightening. Anyway, last it's season, fun. the last season, the first season, of the Carlos era. Hallam Hope, Royce Inventer, Gary Taylor-Fletcher, Louis McGougan, Louis Baker, Will Keane, and Lloyd Isgrove. Oh, so geez. there has been some Lewis more dross than good. Lloyd Isgrove, is he not just famous for being the, the, the guy on charging down on goal when the full-time yeah. whistle blew? That's about yes. it. <laughs> well, yes, yeah, that's him. That's I'm I, I just the worst one out
0: Perfect of, of yeah. Played for Bolton this week, didn't he?
1: Yeah. 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 Um else, also we else play
0: for Bolton this week, but let's not talk about that.
1: Well I was just about to say that. That's a great segue, Dave. Uh the uh, the former Sheffield Wednesday striker, uh Chris Rock Lookalike. What a forgot for guy's name. Chris O'Grady. Kachunga, 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 Kachunga. has been in the uh, has been in the news talking about his time mm. with Sheffield Wednesday. Said people don't know. I think he was quoted the same. People don't know what it's like there. It was a really difficult time for my career. I learnt mm. a lot of things, but I uh, but he, then he went on to mention he's got no issue with the fans and uh, and he he, the he says name, the <laughs> he, said, he said I didn't really get to play in front of them, so uh, I've got no issue with the fans, which I thought was okay. Like you know, bless him, but you know, don't let the door in the ass on the way out. Right. Dave, cracking list. Thanks for pissing us off before we all go to bed. Listen, if you're driving to Plymouth right now and you're listening to this, coming up next, you've got Dom and James. Say hi for me. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? If you can think of any loan signings that you miss, I must admit i have forgotten all about Jacob Murphy. Get in touch with us at Cast across all the social medias. We've just sewn up that handle. So from myself, Steve, Ben, Ash and Dave, see you later.
3: The Wednesday week. Grab a pint, get comfy, and enjoy the show.
1: It's the 90th minute. You've got all your mates round. You've got your McNugget chair boxes coming down the left wing, ready to go. Your mate's already been booked for double dipping, and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points, back of the net. lubosh Automatic delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com for more information.
2: See you later.
3: Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh, jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh, let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.
1: This podcast is proud to be part of the
0: Talksport Fan Network. Talksport powered by fans.